All right. Welcome back, everybody. This is AM HodgePodge. I'm Mark Tapp here with Keith Wilkins. And uh, uh, there's there's a couple of things that we talked about in the office uh, during the week, Keith. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them, you had watched the championship game. Yeah. And you were commenting on uh, a couple of the – I think you, you were t- commenting on the defensive players from Michigan. Yes. Pretty pretty uh, pretty good show there. Yep. And uh, now I've found a little piece of news on that game. They were talking about the price of concessions. Was that outrageous? <clears throat> it was pretty high, but you know it was funny. The, uh, the that's the same place they had the Final Four. So when I when we went <clears throat> to last year for the Final Four, it was my first time ever, and it'll probably be the last. But when I went, you know, you were paying concession prices for the beers and the nachos and stuff like that, too. Do you remember what the concession for a beer was? I may have been 10. Okay. Uh, but, see, they had um, they had different vendors. So, like, you could go, you know, this is just a pure beer vendor guy kind of standing there, and he'd get you in a can, and then you could go to the actual – you know where you got a hamburger or whatever and the guy might pour you one in a cup yeah so draft versus there so i think it was man i don't think we i think they were nine nine to eleven dollars per depending on what what you got yeah you know did they give you the price yeah they did so what kind of Caught me off guard. I, I read the title of the article. It's Michigan-Washington game concession prices for beer, water, a crime, outrageous. So I kind of ha- went into the article with some expectations. And when I read what the prices were, it says uh, a domestic bottled beer was twelve sixty five, mm-hmm. premium bottled beer fourteen ninety five, and premium draft beer sixteen fifty five. So, I thought. I mean, that's expensive. That is. That's that. That right. was definitely higher than what we paid. Now, th- were those twenty four ounces? I doubt it. I, I doubt it. Uh, it doesn't say. Okay. They're probably. What's the European? Is it nine ounces or something? Yeah, right. Eleven point two. Now, these were uh, the ones that we were having were um, the sixteens. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't say. Uh, how big they were. Um, but then to sort of put it into perspective for uh, Cheez-Its, they were three ninety nine. Rolled gold pretzels were five ninety five. Peanuts are seven seven sixty five. Yeah, but I, th- I those, thought that was kind of funny because those are the shell. Uh, you still have to shell them though, so you had to work for it. Work for it. You think those come in a paper bag? No, they were plastic. Okay, tall plastic bags. I don't know what it is about peanuts. Everybody thinks it's this premium snack food, you know? It's the one thing you get on the airline, and they only give you one little pouch of them. They are a miracle food. You think? Mm-hmm. Packed with protein, and clearly antioxidants, and all that other stuff. They're worth, you know, a bag of peanuts is worth two Cheez-Its, two bags of Cheez-Its. For sure. Yeah. So. I'm not a huge Cheez-It guy to start, so I've never really liked them that much. No, Mm-mm, I don't really like gold, goldfish either. But if, apparently, the fans were a little bit miffed that 
they had to pay so much for the beer. Sure. But I my, my takeaway was, I, uh, I mean, it wasn't that unexpected. No. I didn't really think it was that high. No. So what what are your thoughts on um, on the Atlanta Falcon game uh, and the the last play? Now I heard about it, but I didn't see it, so I can't comment. Okay. But I did hear what 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 are, what's your understanding of it? It was a bad call by a ref or something like that. No. So it was. Uh, oh, you mean when they scored the touchdown? Yeah. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. What, yeah. are you, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, I saw that one coach was yelling at the other coach at yeah. the end of the game. But the reality is, is the players on the field audibled in order to get the other guy the touchdown. Now, what I don't know is if it was his first touchdown or if there was a bonus involved if he scored another touchdown. He, he hadn't scored. Uh, I think he hadn't scored all season. Okay. And his last touchdown was last season. Gotcha. And so they were trying to get him a touchdown. But – the, to the you know the the yeah the coach was like if you would just let us know yeah don't don't line up like you're taking a knee and then score the touchdown right. that seemed a little a little bit wrong right so can you explain what victory formation is it's just where everyone gets in a tight bundle and then you just hike it and then you kneel down yeah there's no actual movement you just hike and kneel and then you try not to get hurt. But what they did was they all piled forward, and you had the other guys in a defenseless move uh, yeah. position. So they were all getting rolled up on. And, it, you know, it's insult to injury, right? They were already routed. Yeah. And it was sort of a rough season for them. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And, did, and then, I of course, their that. coach. I did see that. The did Falcons get... coach got fired, yeah. uh, what, two days later? Sure. Yeah. So that was kind of a dirty Dirty trick, but but I think he was already going to get fired. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, the two weren't correlated. No, but I think the uh, New Orleans Saint coach was well. The correlation off it, there was a correlation. Game. The correlation there was because you had a bad season. <laughs> the right. other team felt that they could easily just score even <laughs> on a victory formation. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the correlation. But yeah, uh, I know that. There's a lot of coaches that have been getting uh, cut. So that's just standard procedures. Yeah. So uh, the commanders lost their coach too, right? I think that that's what their plan is. Yeah. I, if yes. they haven't lost them yet, then they're definitely going to. And he's and he's been a proven good coach, but uh, Ron Rivera, I think is the guy's name. He's been a proven good coach, but for some reason he hasn't been able to – assemble a team quick enough and so they'll they'll go out there and, and shop for something the good news is is the team has a lot of good draft picks not only on the squad but then they have a lot of good draft picks coming in so they should be able to trade some stuff off and get some talent they, they'll win more than four games next year for sure they were they started out great and then just fell apart why haven't the why has it been I mean, when was the last time the Commanders were in the playoffs or Super Bowl? Mm, Ten years ago. Yeah. What? what what's holding them up? 13, to, uh, 13 14, 15. Is it management yeah. or is it just bad luck? Both. Yeah. Both. I mean, you have to have player. They have. They've had definitely good players, um, but they haven't had them all at the exact same time. So they can't hold on to them. <laughs> right. They can't hold on to them 
in a in a framework that uh, allows them to uh, continual build off of their successes. Yeah. So yeah, and that's where you have to, to to get rid of a coach, and you start trading the entire team, and then you have to rebuild because you need to bring in eight to ten guys together. You just have to. Yeah. And because trying to they they don't have enough talent and enough. Uh, cohesiveness to be able to just bring in one or two people and make a make a change that is more than that that is lasting for an entire season. That's been their problem. I'm gonna I'm gonna shift gears. We'll go back to beer real quick. You okay. remember we did a piece on the uh, Pico brewing machine? Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, absolutely. It was basically uh, everything was prepackaged. You just yeah. sort of plug it in, right? Wait a couple of weeks and yeah. So apparently they they struggled to get traction on that. Idea. I wonder why. <laughs> well, they didn't take enough of the work out. Yeah, of it. It was still sort of like brewing. Right. Um, and so that company has come up with another concept, and it's I may be mispronouncing this. It's I Gulu. Uh, uh, the little I big G U L U. And it's, again, same company, but they've, uh, they've packaged everything in such a way that um, there's really no – matter of fact, the article says a monkey could, could brew beer with mm-hmm. this. The, 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 the one drawback, I think, with these concepts is you can't really rush fermentation. No. And so you still, you know, you can make the the front end process as easy as possible, but you still have to wait two weeks to drink the product. Right. And I don't think most people are gonna if you're if you're the kind of person that buys a ready made process. I don't think you're the. I don't think that person has two weeks of patience. Right. There's a person that plants a tomato seed. There's a person that plants a tomato bush, and there's a person that buys the tomato. <laughs> That's right. And one person can do all three, but the purse, but not everyone that does the last will do the second and definitely not the first. Yeah. So the fermentation period is going to be what it's going to be. Um, so, yeah, no, you're, you, you're, I think what you're doing there is so it's kind of like when you have a teacher and this is not me saying anything but my own feelings when you have a teacher the teacher's role is to pass information to you and then you do with what you're supposed to do with it mm-hmm. their job isn't to show you how smart they are Mm-hmm. And and either try to confuse or mislead or anything else. It's it's to get information to you, and then from there, the t- the, the teaching process is, you know, teach a man to fish, and he can feed himself. So teach a man to learn, and he can learn. 
can survive. Teach himself. Teach himself. Exactly right. <laughs> but here, when you're ch- when you're trying to remove so many other parts of it, th- there is no. It's it, there's no um, respect for the time frame, even for the two weeks yeah. uh, involved. No different than those. Some people will will read in order to. Uh, better themselves within a certain area of life, Bible, mm-hmm. history contexts, mm-hmm. or whatever, and others will just ask Google, you know, for its opinion, and it, they'll get other people's opinions or and a generated computer opinion. But you know, it's still a, it's still an answer. Doesn't necessarily mean it's a, a, the does. There's no core there. Yeah, and I I think going back to your tomato example, um, the, the person that is interested in the brewing process is willing to take all the steps, do all the work, Correct. and brew, and then everyone else is pretty much gonna just buy the bottle at the store. Right. Yeah. Make or fourteen ninety five at a ball game. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, the last thing I'll talk about, this is kind of gimmicky and silly, but uh, I've talked about the Miller Lite swag. Mm-hmm. They've got an online store, and they, they have some pretty creative little knickknacks. And uh, they have come out. This is in honor of, I guess, or in response to dry January. Mm-hmm. So if you're missing that beer that you normally drink during January – um, they have a tin. It's five dollars. You can buy it online. Uh, it just it just came out yesterday. Um, and the mint. It's a beer mint. And so, and that's, I guess we could have segued into this uh, after your discussion about that amber beer mm-hmm. with peppermint. So this uh, starts off with a peppermint flavor, and then eases you into beer. It's a beer-flavored mint. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. I think the tin looks cool. It's kind of like it's uh, like Pez dispensers. You know, they look cool. Right. You'll, you'll hold on to a Pez dispenser even if you don't have any Pez. That's true. Yeah. This is a, a pretty cool tin, but I don't know that I would eat the mints. I hear you. Yeah. Well, yeah, if 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 but here's the deal. If there's a market in the future for uh, uh collectibles, that'll hit on someone's the oh yeah. Most. And there's guys out there. We've had a a couple of them on the show that um they collect beer paraphernalia. Yeah. Memorabilia. Exactly right. That'll be that'll be a hot item on the, on their list. Yeah, sure. And it you know, it's small enough that if you had kids in the house um, it's a small enough purchase that you could make that a birthday list item yeah, for one that's of cool. the kids. That's cool. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, everybody, uh, stick with us. We'll be right back with more Am Hodgepodge. I kind of ruined that, didn't I? So you, now you can't come <laughs> in and say, I can't, I can't, well, I guess I could, but it'd be redundant yeah, if I it. say, uh, you're listening to Am Hodgepodge. <laughs> 